Radio MD. RadioMD.com. The world's preeminent talk radio portal. All about your health. And now here's Melanie Cole, MS, host of Staying Well. You know, even if it's not a romantic holiday time of the year as one that's just recently passed, you know, there's a lot of pressure, overwhelming pressure and expectations for a couple to achieve the best sex ever or to have a great sex life. And where is that line that you draw between friendship, passion, a good relationship, and where does sex fall into that line? My guest is Dr. Dudley Danoff. He's the president and founder of Cedars-Sinai Tower Urology Group in Los Angeles. Welcome to the show, Dr. Danoff. So let's talk about some of the very best advice that you give people for reinvigorating their sex life or their love life, romance, sex. How does it all tie together? Well, there's lots of ways. I'm a mainstream urologist, but I have some good advice for uh, just what you're looking for. And I think the, the main thing for me is keep boredom out of the bedroom. And I just can't emphasize that point enough. And do everything in your power to prevent sex from becoming dull and routine. And nothing will bring passion and romance back to a long-term relationship faster than change in sexual practice or venue. So, number one, Melanie, keep boredom out of the bedroom. Okay, number one, keeping boredom out of the bedroom. That is not easy if, you're, if your partner or yourself are inhibited. Give us another one, because then we're going to talk about these as much time as we have on how to get that going. So let's go on to the next one. Well, certainly for any listeners that, that are inhibited, I would say give yourself permission to try something new. Take the afternoon off. Surprise your wife or your girlfriend. Uh, check into a motel. Go to the mountains to a cabin. <laughs> Duck away. But tr- uh, give yourself permission to try that something new. Great advice, because people don't always do that. They think, you know, especially with all this Fifty Shades of Grey stuff, you know, that it's really not that, uh, you know, that it's uh, that's all just too kinky. You know, but well, I, trying I, something new doesn't mean that you have to use handcuffs and, and whips and things. No, I mean, look, that's that's just way, way, way over the top. Uh, I, I think people are more curious about that. I don't think anybody's going to imitate, you know, the scenes from that movie. <laughs> At least I haven't seen it yet, but from what I understand. Yeah, well, and I mean, that's the whole thing is that people don't know whether or not that's what it means or whether giving yourself permission to try something new is really like that. Now, so give us another one about maybe body rhythms, and what does that even mean? Well, I think, uh, I think you're raising an excellent point, Melanie. Pay attention to your body rhythms. Uh, I, I don't doubt that fatigue affects sexual energy because it does. And therefore, I encourage my patients to pay really close attention to the ways in which their bodies respond to different emotional and physical conditions. And it's fundamentally important that all of your listeners are aware of their body's rhythm. And your sexual responsiveness will change with stress, fatigue, anxiety, sickness. You might be more alert in the morning or more alert in the evening. And so I think you have to pay attention to those rhythms and uh, act accordingly. I think that that's probably true. You do have to pay attention to your body's rhythms when it feels right, when it doesn't. Now, what about, you know, sex at different times, nighttime, daytime? 
families, people with children feel like the nighttime is the only time it's safe because kids aren't going to walk into the room. But what about all the different times available? Well, everybody's, you know, bio- we call it a biologic time clock. is a little bit different. Perhaps your energy level is highest in the morning, and at the end of the day, you're fatigued. The, the office has gotten you. The kids have gotten you. So I, I do think it's great to uh, vary the time of your sexual activity, but as you say, sometimes you're restricted just by the constraints of the day. But I would certainly encourage your listeners to... Uh, you know, have sex at the time of day where their energy level is the highest, and perhaps that's early morning, or if you could sneak away in the middle of the afternoon, that would be just be great. It would be just great, and, and it's so much easier to say than to do, but once you do it, I think then you realize, well, why couldn't we have done this before? And just to recap, Dr. Danoff has suggested keep boredom out of the bedroom. Give yourself permission to try something new. Pay attention to your body's rhythms. Don't confine sex to just the nighttime. Try different times of the day. And now the last one, look into alternative sex practices. What does that mean, Dr. Danoff? Well, you know, I don't know how racy you're radio audiences, but I think it speaks oh, go for ahead. itself. It <laughs> I think it speaks for itself. Uh, you know, the missionary position isn't the only position for, for having uh, sex, and I think you have to be imaginative and be creative. Uh, I'm for anything between two consulting ad- uh, adults as long as you know, they practice safe sex. I mean, I'm a mainstream urologist, and I don't want to see anybody doing anything that is not medically safe to do. Uh, but short of that, there are no holds, H-O-L-D-S, barred uh, in uh, sexual activity, unlike professional wrestling. <laughs> well, you know, now when we talk about stress and anxiety, so much stress in our days, Dr. Danoff, we're all so busy and financial and kids and blah, blah, work and everything. How do we relax enough to have a good sex life or get our mate to do that if our husband or our spouse is always really stressed out and just can't seem to get things going? What do you do about that? Well, I, I like the the phrase compartmentalized, so leave the stress uh, of the office, leave the stress of the kids. Imagine a little black box outside the bedroom door. Just lock all that stuff right up in there and don't let it enter the bedroom. And of course, when all else fails, I think getting down on one knee and begging always works. <laughs> at, least <laughs> my, at, le- at, at least in my family. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, well, I mean, I imagine begging would work pretty well in most situations. Great. And, you know, when do you worry? When do you worry? We only have about a minute and a half left, but when do you worry that you know, you're not having sex and maybe it is a problem, whether a problem in the relationship or a problem with low T or some kind of, you know, physiological problem. Yeah, I think if things are not working, to, uh, I, I particularly have reference to the male, but if things are not working in the male uh, apparatus, and uh, I think it's time to see the urologist. It could be hypertension, it could be diabetes, it could be some vascular problem, it could be hypercholesterolemia. So we have to look for a medical problem if things are not working. And after we've eliminated all of the medical problems, and then we go to the psychological problems. 
So a man shouldn't be afraid or embarrassed to come and see you to say, you know what, I'm having some issues in the bedroom. I love my wife, but. And then maybe it is actually something physiological and you can work with them and figure it out. Absolutely. We do blood screening. We do vascular screening. It's simple. It's straightforward. It's to the point. And men uh, cannot be the macho guy expecting to pass, you know, catch the pass in the last moment of the Super Bowl. You've got to see your doctor. Women wouldn't miss her pap smear or her breast examination, and a man has to come in uh, for his annual physical, and particularly if he's having trouble in the bedroom. Well, you know, Dr. Danoff, it is we women that get our men into the doctor, and mostly they're afraid of urologists such as yourselves with big hands. And no, so I, have, uh, I have a smiley face, a gentle touch, and I give everybody a kiss, I, I promise you. Oh, <laughs> you're so sweet. Now, just in the last 30 seconds here, best advice for alleviating boredom and having that reinvigorated, wonderful sex and relationship life. The greatest aphrodisiac is not rhinoceros horn or goat testes. It's absolutely love itself. Love from the heart, love from the spirit, love deep down from your soul, and that works every single time, Melanie. That is absolutely great advice. So remember, there are lots of ways to reinvigorate your love life, so check some of them out if you missed any of the great information. You can listen anytime, on demand or on the go, at RadioMD.com. Share these shows with your friends, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, scroll around and learn something with us, because it's all good. This is Melanie Cole for Radio MD. Stay well. Stay well.